but no yeah. one ever tells you. And, and no one's going to tell you. This is the only time I've ever heard of anybody. At Amigo Rico, Amigo Pobre Podcast, we believe in the power of knowledge, communication, and shared experiences. Our channel is dedicated to fostering healthy financial conversations and equipping individuals with tools to navigate their financial journey. Like, what about medical complications? That's like my biggest concern. Sounds like it was her concern too. Yeah. Yeah. So, I've seen Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> don't watch TV. Don't, watch <laughs> don't go to WebMD. <laughs> Yeah. It's like don't watch the Shark Week before you go to the beach. Oh my god. <laughs> it's um, yeah. yeah. It's true. I think it is that's, true. A, that's a great one. <laughs> For as far as complications, you can't really really plan. Um cuz you just never know what's going to happen. Um just try to be healthy. So like make sure that you're healthy and that your partner's healthy. Um we did a test. So now you can get a test done. Oh for genetics like, and yeah, for like I think maybe twelve weeks in, and so it's the DNA test, and they tell you like the, they check for the main things like um, Down syndrome, cystic fibrosis, um, I forget what else, but like the main concerns. Mm -hmm. uh, we chose to do it. It's not covered by insurance, but it's it's relatively affordable it was like two hundred dollars um can you still do it like i'm talking about current this current climate with the specific laws especially in tennessee would you be, you can still do the test and then what what if there's an issue well I, i'll answer that because she says we agreed to it or we agreed to the test or whatever mm -hmm. i was mostly okay with it because when we discussed it, we discussed, like, nothing's going to change regardless. Mm. So I was almost like, what the hell are we doing? Uh, again, yeah. my motto is... Yeah. You know something like you're awesome. Yeah. You figure it out. And it made no sense to me. And this is just our dynamic. It makes no sense to me to be worried and concerned and scared. If you can't control if, it. If you're not going to, yeah, if you're not going to control it or change anything mm -hmm. about the fact. Therefore... Mm -hmm. It was more of a, at $20, whatever, mm -hmm. that's what you want to do. Last thing you want to do, uh, talk about being supportive, mm -hmm. is say, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you also get to find out the sex. And um, oh, okay. uh, so, because if you choose not to take the test, you have to wait until you're 20 weeks pregnant. So that's like halfway through the pregnancy. Then you get to find out. So I didn't want to wait. And also, <laughs> and also like, um, I have a goddaughter who had complications. She, her heart was not fully developed. And so her mom and I obviously have talked and she said that she didn't find out until the 20 weeks and she would have known sooner so that she could prepare better for it. So that was my, like where I was coming from. Like mm -hmm. if, I, if there's something wrong, I would like to know sooner than later so I can prepare for it. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah. so. Other than that, you know, just try to be healthy before you get pregnant and and then yeah, have a healthy yeah, lifestyle. Yeah. I mean, Continue I we, on, which is really hard because <laughs> you do want to, like, you do have a lot of cravings once you're pregnant and you're tired. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. That's a good point. The health. Well, sympathy yeah. weight is and, a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I don't know who gained more weight that first time around, Eduardo or I, but 
but <laughs> we were just. I've been. I peaked. <laughs> <laughs> I peaked. Yeah, we just didn't have a lot of energy, and we would order food a lot. But yeah. What about post? Like, like post childhood? You you guys were talking about already like. The money, the side of it, right? But preparing, yeah. you have your sick days and emotionally, right? Going through the whirlwind of yeah. the babies in my head now, forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remembering that babies are nocturnal. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that was new, right? Yeah. New, yeah. New no, I learned. Um, so, what about like for you, Claudia? Like a C-section is a major surgery. Mm-hmm. Like, how was the recovery? It, so the first time around, it was really tough, and uh, they give you they give you like a screener to see if you have postpartum depression. I feel like I was like on the verge of maybe like needing some assistance, but she was like, "Ah, you're fine." But I had all the emotions; like I was not prepared at all for that because I would you just now nah, you're no no one said like you're just gonna cry out of nowhere, and I was like crying in the shower, like crying all the time. I would look at the baby and cry. Um, and it's like your hormones get all out of whack and they're just trying to like find its way back. And it's just like, you don't even know why you're crying. <laughs> um, but yeah, you're hit with that. And then just like for me, cause I was in labor for so long. And then I had a C-section. The recovery my first time around was really tough. So I needed a lot of help. And so that emotionally that was really tough because I just felt useless I'm like the only thing I can do is like feed the baby and sleep like I can't really do much mm-hmm. um and I don't know that anything could have prepared me for that mm-hmm. uh the only thing that got me through it was really my support so my husband my dad my mother-in-law my mom um other than that like you know all you can do is like surround yourself with good people that care about you mm-hmm. that will get you through it. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to add this because I think it's important. So part one, I feel like told you guys how much to save and what yeah. to expect. <laughs> and, you know, you're like almost, okay, I might do it. Mm-hmm. Part two, you're going to be like, never. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because there's tons of things. And as, I'm, as we're discussing, I'm thinking like, well, I can't say that in camera. But. There's so many things they don't tell you. Yes. Like about care and like literally physically things that happen to your body and how to care for your spouse and Oh yeah, I didn't know. Like there was no guidebook saying, Hey, this is gonna happen and until it happens. Yeah, and learn how to bathe me <laughs> and the baby. Yeah. Cause you just need help with you can't bend over for so long and so and your body's but recovering from all those they, months of yeah. creating a baby that it doesn't you don't just get out and you're like oh, I'm no longer sick like you leave a yeah. hospital and you're better no like it's an it ongoing recovery yeah mm-hmm. well and also not to scare everyone off <laughs> I'm telling you we're gonna scare you guys but yeah. if it wasn't worth it we would not yeah. have another one and there yeah. we have another one with similar and my experience. second experience even though I was in pain, it was nothing compared through to my first experience because I didn't labor. So it was like a plan. It's taxing on your body. Yeah. 
I saw it. Yeah. Um, I experienced it. I saw it. Yeah. So it was planned. So I, you just go in and your schedule, and they give you all the meds, they prep you, and then you have the baby. And that was like maybe an hour, an hour and a half, the whole thing, and then you're done. And then you're back in your room recovering and tending to the baby because that's what you do now. Uh, but because I didn't have to go through the whole labor and stuff, like my body recovers so much quicker. And I was like out taking walks a lot sooner. Mm -hmm. I could um, I couldn't hold my oldest baby mm -hmm. because of the weight limits. Mm -hmm. But I, he could be placed on me, and it was just overall a more enjoyable experience. Why was that not an option for your first one? Um, because I wanted to have a natural birth. Okay. Because you, if you're if, if you're really scared, you can go ahead and plan for a C-section. But I mm. desperately wanted a natural birth, mm. and so that's why I went so long. Because I'm like, I wanted to happen, and I was ready for it. But the baby was stuck. His core was stuck around his shoulder, so he was never gonna descend. He was oh. literally stuck. Let's discuss that. Yeah. I want to ask you a question mm -hmm. in front of cameras in the world for the viewers, and a little bit for me. I, um, our thought process is different, we are male, female. Um, we kind of knew our labor was taking longer than it should. Our doctor came in and said, hey, it's, we might be looking at C-section. And we asked for more time, we got more mm -hmm. time. Um, would you mind sharing with us like the reason behind that. I mean, I mean you, you can chime in too as the biggest <laughs> reason why it's, I don't know what would be the word, like important for you to have a natural birth versus just kind of throwing the towel and saying, let's have a C-section now. Oh. And because, and I'll tell you why. So in, 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 in efforts to prepare you guys, gentlemen, um, there were some tears when we didn't have a natural birth and I just want to learn a little bit more about <laughs> there that. <are> some tears. <laughs> yeah it's very emotional when they're they come in and they say that it's not gonna happen and you have to go the c-section route but uh, to answer your first question um, it's I knew the recovery process would be a lot easier if it was a natural birth because they don't have to cut you open seven layers of skin and so so I just know it's um, easier to recover from a natural birth and I I just really wanted to give birth um, and have an easier time recovering because I knew that the baby was coming and like that was gonna be I wanted to focus all of my energy on taking care of the baby and mm. not having to like take it take, take myself so I felt a little like if I didn't try enough like I would be I felt like I would be taking some of the focus away, away from the baby and onto me mm -hmm. and I didn't want that and I'll share my experience because when the doctor, after finally it was like, all right, we've gone above and beyond time-wise, the doctor, we, we were discussing off camera, our doctor was not a friendly person. No. She is straightforward, direct to the point, zero comfort. Mm 
except when she walked in the door. And it it is impactful to me because, for one, like I said, I come from, I didn't understand what was happening. Mm -hmm. I wasn't very emotionally supportive throughout, like literally throughout the whole process until I saw the baby. Um, and she came in and said, hey, you know, it's time, we've waited, the baby will come. Eventually we continue to wait, but it, we're looking at infections and possible issues. Um, it's not your fault, I remember her saying that. And it, the reason why it was impactful is because I'm protective and regardless, I mean, I wasn't like emotionally detached. I was mm -hmm. not very emotionally helpful. <laughs> and I was like, well, why the fuck would it be her fault? You know, in my mind. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, uh, we heard the next door um, birth and they appeared mm -hmm. to have a natural birth. And it was a sad moment in the room. And I was just wondering, like, I, I'm not an idiot. I heard the doctor, she does this for a living. And she was very clear on, hey, it's not your fault. Like, these things happen. This is just the best route. So, I, I remember intentionally mimicking that and saying, hey, it's okay. But I didn't understand, like, what was going on um, at that time. So, I, I really wanted to share with yeah. the gentleman, hey, be supportive. And this is important to, to, to our spouses and our wives, our yeah. moms. Yeah. And the reason why she said that is because as a female, when you're not able to have a natural birth, you kind of feel like your body failed you. You're like, okay, why is this not happening for me? It happens for so many women. I don't know the percentages, but you know, just people that you might know. I'm like, why not me? So you do feel like it's your fault mm -hmm. and like you're failing. Um, that's why she said it. Well, I don't know. Sorry if I came insensitive at the moment um yeah no not at the moment. <laughs> i don't think i did i don't think i was insensitive yeah. but i do know i didn't it doesn't make sense to me yeah i guess like yeah. you stated like the whole pregnancy you were just like kind of not excited about it and i'm like oh okay <laughs> we, heard, we talked about it he wanted a baby and he's not excited but yes so one of like the most like precious moments that I hold near to me was when like he said like he saw the baby for the first time he like tears started rolling and Eduardo does not cry like he never cries he's only cried twice <laughs> in his life that I've seen and it's when we got married and when Leo was born Aww. and so I was like he did not cry. You don't want to watch this in the future. <laughs> <laughs> he did not cry. But I'm like, okay, he does want the baby. <laughs> um, he's just not an easy person to crack. And so it was very um, emotional to see him be so like brought to tears of joy because his baby was born and yeah. you know yeah and then he didn't know whether to stay with me or go with the baby that was really oh, funny yeah. he was like what do i do <laughs> and, and here's what happened yeah. so you're in the operation room be ready yeah. and there's no right decision but not be ready but people be ready <laughs> people. if you end up in the operation room they'll ask you do you want to go with your wife or your child and they'll take them separately <laughs> to the recovery room and you have like half a second to the side because they're not waiting on your ass so <laughs> yeah. 
interesting. What did you choose? I can't say. <laughs> next podcast. Keep watching. <laughs> so, yeah, little things like that that you don't prepare for. No yeah. one ever tells you. And, and no one's going to tell you. This is the only time I've ever heard of anybody. And the reason why, you know, given what we are, our dynamic of what we're doing with this podcast, mm-hmm. you don't go to your friend that just had a baby like hey what's it like after the fact you know like what all do you have to do it's a very intimate moment it's an intimate yeah. moment and you don't go to that i do that to people all the time really? <laughs> <laughs> well i don't have a lot of friends that have babies but like at work when i used to be in office and then they would come back from maternity or something i'd be like so tell me how was it mm-hmm. right how are you doing <laughs> it sounds like you're very curious i'm yeah. nosy yeah yeah. And people just tell me things. Sometimes I don't even have to ask. Yeah. Sounds like you ask. <laughs> <laughs> but then they tell me things that yeah. I didn't ask for. <laughs> yeah. Well, I want to hear your take. What, what, what has these shares that we've shared sparked in your brain? The good and the bad. Or the positive and the maybe... What's deterring you so now? Positive. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or what doubts, questions? I'm gonna keep it simple. It seems like uh, what I can relate to. I try to make my decisions on things that I've either I can picture or relate to. Um, so it seems like this will be a decision like any investment opportunity we have taken in the past, where there's the risks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if if it's something we both want, we're gonna do it. Yeah. and deal with it as the, as it goes obviously preparing obviously uh thinking ahead of where we can things we can control and things we cannot control um anything that stood out though that you're like oh i didn't think about that or well, like hey that seems not as bad as i thought oh uh, well i i feel like i feel like i'm detached from the whole process because i'm not the one who is going to be first-hand experiencing this until the baby is here. Yeah, you'll be the support system. You say system. that, but you, you yeah. will be support. Well, I, well, the, I say first, first-hand. Yeah. Second, second-hand, yeah. I will. You know, second-hand will be like, what do you need? Why can I help? Uh, I'm going to continue doing things or improve on things that I already do. But first-hand, I feel like it is not really upon me. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to, at the end of the day, I'm not going to be the one dealing with any of the hormones, any of the body changes, any of that. Oh, we didn't discuss that, so in efforts to kind of stay positive, <laughs> um, I mean, you mind sharing how your experience was during pregnancy? Because from what I gather, oh, some yeah. people had like the really sickness bad. throughout yeah. the first three months, first trimester, and then whatever, whatever. We had a relatively good. good yeah, we had good. I think that's why maybe my recovery was so bad because our pregnancy <laughs> give like give or take like you cannot have everything i feel like um uh we have really great pregnancies really Fun, great pregnancies. enjoyable and my sister had a horrible pregnancy she was like always sick and so i was super scared i'm like i don't want to be always sick i hate throwing up like i don't want that did not throw up once what about food Both. Not, not being able to eat some of your favorite food um jeb harper I did, but there you you take medicine. And I stopped eating spicy food. But um but even milk gave me like heartburn. That's interesting. Um 
and so but yeah it was really like I was not my emotions were more like intact but and I was more a little bit more emotional but I wasn't like crazy mm -hmm. emotional like I would like maybe watch a commercial and cry where I, I do that now yeah <laughs> <laughs> whereas before I wouldn't there but, you know. yeah but it wasn't like super Second intense. Hand, ready. yeah <laughs> it wasn't super intense um I stayed pretty healthy and active both pregnancies. Oh, you used to walk around the neighborhood. I used to walk. You still went to the gym for a while. I went to the gym. First time I couldn't because the gym's closed and because COVID. of COVID. COVID, oh yeah. Um, but I would walk around the neighborhood, and then the second time around, I had um, Leo, so I was like chasing him, sitting on the floor till like I was seven months pregnant, and then I'm like, I don't think I can do this anymore. Um, but I still did for short periods of time, and yeah. You just get, mm -hmm. for me, it was more like I was always sleepy in the first trimester. But other than that, it was pretty easy. And so, I'm like, give or take, you know, like, mm -hmm. yes, hard recovery, but I didn't suffer mm -hmm. 10 months. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Question. Yes. Now, the, I don't want to steal the conversation away, but through, if you're planning for a family, going back to the financial part, again, because emotionally and the yeah. changes of mentally and physically and chemically are going to be for you. So yeah. I'm thinking about... No, really. yeah, I'm thinking more <laughs> on the, okay. the things I can't control. Yeah. Uh, life insurance, what do you think? You, did you take things life insurance? Things you can't control. Things you can't control. Life yeah. insurance. Yeah. We have life insurance. But, but <laughs> while preparing for pregnancy or this is post-pregnancy, post-baby? No, it is pre-baby. Yeah, pre -baby. it's pre-baby. We had it before. We okay. just kept paying on it. You know, and I, I really think if it's your time, regardless of your financial situation, I mean, you 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 can change you, it. You yeah, I mean you, you yeah. Once you're ready, you'll do it. But don't. My word of advice would be don't stop because of you don't feel financially ready. If first of all, you won't ever be financially ready. You mm -hmm. won't. You just you don't know. And you won't. You can't be too. Mm. There's enough is never enough. I don't mm. even know how to phrase it. Yeah. And second of all, once, let's say you decided and you're ready. I mean, there's. The baby's gonna come, and there's nothing that's gonna. Make you more, financially ready. You're just gonna move forward. Yeah. They're like a driving force mm -hmm. for sure. I guess the question they become your what? To you. Yeah. What? about what he asked me what do you what are your concerns your oh. mind change yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> what did you hear today here what did you hear here that stuck stood out to you or that you didn't know or that you now i feel terrible because i'm like my first birth was so terrible that i feel like i scared you and to add that our second one with our yeah. experience we didn't watch a podcast that shared this experience yeah. um pregnancy was just as fine during during, mm -hmm. during pregnancy and our recovery was way faster because like i said we scheduled it we went we came home we kind of knew hey it's my we duty knew my to bathe you yeah we knew our diet we knew kind of what babies you they're gonna be awake guess what second baby i did sleep <laughs> <laughs> um and you let your mouth hold <laughs> I did, I did, I did. And um, my dad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And um, I didn't get mad when they held him. Because even when I did, with the first one, I was mad. I'm like, 
I'm just trying not to get, you know, this home from the family. <laughs> um, so it was great overall. I mean, it, yeah. our recovery was faster. Um, emotionally, we were a little bit more prepared because... Oh yeah, my hormones did not do the whole, like, I was like... Mm. A little more leveled out. A little out. more leveled out. Like, I didn't have a hard time. That's interesting. Yeah. So, I, I think the biggest thing that I got out of this is just, like, I'm, like, hooked, right, on this conversation, uh -huh. right? Because yeah. I, I, people just have babies. Yeah. Like, growing up, they just, like, that's just what they do. They, they just pop them, pop them out. Like, nothing. Yeah. Right? One thing, they're pregnant. Next thing, they have well, another one. After the first one, the second one's much easier. Right. So <laughs> they just keep coming. Uh, well, well, and then you, that's just part of life. You just you, yeah. you you just don't have them, and then you have them. And I think that's the where the conversation started and ended. Yeah. Um, anytime we've I've been around people having a conversation about mm -hmm. pregnancy and about babies, and I think what I got out of this podcast is it's just so much more. There's so much more to that, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just being aware. Like you don't know what you don't know until mm -hmm. you do it. Just like investing, right? Yeah. You don't know what you you don't know what it's like to be a landlord until you are. Mm -hmm. Until you have those difficult calls at eleven o'clock, right? Mm -hmm. the, going over there and change the toilet in the middle of the party and they have to do something like that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but so I I think um, I think what I got out of this this podcast is one, you can't control anything and don't get analysis paralysis, right? If you're mm -hmm. gonna wanna plan. do it. And if you do have like an oops baby and you're you're like, dang, what's happening? How do I prepare for a baby? You I think these podcast. tips are still applicable to those even if you didn't plan it. Because yeah. it's not too late, right? If you're in a shitty job that doesn't make any money and you wanna make more, then you have control over that, right? You can go over there and start to get or, or get a new job. So um, I think that I, I heard very um, good tips is you can plan, mm -hmm. you can overplan. I think. Mm -hmm. Would you say great overplanning? Is yeah. Probably not very. I mean, like you said, you brought you brought in the comparison with um, investing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can plan, 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 never buy and miss out and miss out and miss out. And miss out, right? Yeah. So, um, so I think that's I think those help. Um, tips were really really helpful and also um, your mindset and so I heard you guys you know use the words like emotional and hormones and stuff and also acids because you can't control what comes at you mm -hmm. right but you can control how you can react to a certain mm -hmm. extent because yeah. your, your, your hormones are chemical and yeah. you know, there's, there's yeah. nothing you can do about that but um, you can control your mindset and the way you react to the things that happen mm -hmm. um, and I think growth is along with that and um, what I also took out of it is uh, in our previous podcast episodes we were talking about um, choosing your right partner right mm -hmm. and one of the things that was important to you is who do I want to have a family with right mm -hmm. and for me it's somebody I could grow with because we met young yeah um, and when you have a baby what I got heard is you evolve mm -hmm. it's not necessarily changing per se to, in my mind, the way I, I, pers I pers mm -hmm. yeah, perceive it, yeah. it's it's a growth. It's a next mm -hmm. level, right? And your mindset kind of shifts a little bit. Your strategies on risky financial um, investments mm -hmm. kind of shift a little bit. Um, so there's a lot more to that. And I'm very grateful for this conversation because I don't think this is talked about at all at the dinner table on Thanksgiving. Oh, no. Red only on Sundays, right? <laughs> Why are you having a kid? That's what they're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, 
the but it's never like when you do how to prepare or like um i don't think my mom had c-sections but i don't think she's ever talked about like the recovery she's ever talked about the support system or anything mm -hmm. like that you know and my aunts um you never hear about postpartum depression like mm -hmm. you had it and it was obvious that you had it right but no one talked about it mm -hmm. yeah actually i'm mean, playing ignorance here where i thought c-section is the only way to have kids and natural birth was something that that's <laughs> if you want to try it that way that's like a luxury like you want to do it that you actively that's what I, my, my mind my mindset was like do people actually the people who attempted to uh, uh, like a natural birth is because they have the luxury to attempt a natural birth actually everybody else just goes for the c-section so it can be out and done so you zone out every time your mom talks about like, you. Well, maybe that's what well, the experience, yeah. you know. Because I mean, why would some again? My mindset is why would why would you go through all that pain, all that on purpose? Yes, like, without well, that makes sense. I mean, right? but you did say you did answer my question because recovery is going to be much better. You know? And you don't. Know, that goes but then you also mentioned how, well, the second kid was like. Well, we're done in two hours, and you know we went on with our lives. And I'm like, well, that sounds more the, well, the well, round. I can, I can see why yeah. a guy would think that, yeah. and an experienced exactly. guy especially. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't yeah. say it in an unsafe environment where it's your outnumbered by women. <laughs> Again, I, I, I was hesitating, like, can I bring this up or not? No, but I wanted to be, great. I wanted to be honest in the conversation where, like, why? Well, why would you attempt a natural birth with? Modern medicine. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's cheaper. Your your body is well, women's body. <laughs> like not his body. <laughs> um, I mean, God made a woman's body to have, have a, baby. a baby. You know, so they're they're strong women, strong bodies. They go through lots of changes. Mm -hmm. Um. The C-section is just what something modern medicine has done to prevent. We talked about, um, you know, the mortality rates mm -hmm. and uh, complications and stuff like that. I'll share it very, very lightly. But going and having a C-section is not an easy way out. And if you try to make a joke out of it, it'll be the end of that week for you. <laughs> <laughs> So, no, it's a major surgery. That's a yeah. major surgery. It's, and, a, it's a major surgery. I saw a video once I almost threw it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you could say, like, kids. And you're stuff. expected to care for another child after, like, Eduardo had surgery, and they're like, oh, no walking, blah, 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 for, like, what? Two days. Eight, two days. days, like, light walking. They cut me open, and they're like, and you need to walk. Like that night, and I was like, "Why?" Well, there's a reason behind it. <laughs> well, yeah, blood clots and all that. But mm -hmm. I'm like, you're like expected to move and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, oh, I I found it a little unfair. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna touch that one. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. there's, there's so many ways I can keep yeah. digging a hole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I learned. Um, well, good. That that's actually a really good one. So if you are a gentleman and your wife is going to have a baby, do not suggest they take the easy route, the modern medicine route. Because it's not easy. Well, it's not easy. It's major surgery, and there were so many emotions involved with 
their decision of trying to go natural birth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And just like any operation, it has a lot of complications, but birth has a lot of complications. So just pros and cons kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. what's important to you? Like Don't think too hard. It's, well, yeah. It's Don't think of, too yeah, hard. Because you never know what your body's going to end up doing. I for sure didn't know. And I do know women that had decided from the very beginning, hey, I'm going to go in for a C-section. Yeah. To each their own. Yeah. Very personal. Yeah. Very personal. Like the rest of our podcast, it it, it depends. <laughs> this is part of our journey. So, uh, you know, share your comment. In your comments, yes. share what, uh, in this case, mm -hmm. additional questions for the financial planning of this, tips that we can provide. Yeah. yeah. So your word of advice, based on your experience. Yeah. Somebody who is not super uh, motivated to start a family today. At all, it's not unless something's changed. Give me three reasons that you think you could. Money. That's one. That's one. So you're okay. financially okay. What's two? So thanks, perfect. thanks to budgeting, thanks to investing, investing and thanks to uh, right now we have W two jobs, right, mm -hmm. which could go away at any minute. But um, I feel like be because I know where what my money's coming in, where it's going, mm -hmm. and um, we're building our emergency fund back up again because we invested a lot this year. Um, looking at the spreadsheets and stuff, I, I, mm -hmm. like it would be okay. I can just see that. Oh, well, so what, so good. I'm turned on. Let's <laughs> <laughs> do it. Everybody has their kinks. <laughs> no, I can see why Buddha got into the spreadsheet life, the spreadsheet profession. I don't know if I want this oh, podcast. <laughs> this whole conversation is very, very uncomfortable for me from the beginning. Okay, um, what's another right, what's reason? Number two would be why? Yes, why? Yes. yes. I would say in this case support, or it could be three, but I think we do have a good support system because both our families are close by, mm -hmm. and they've been very supportive from examples of my sister mm -hmm. and your sister. Mm -hmm. Okay. I will add that those two are huge, yeah. huge, if not the sole purpose of like what steers people away. You have them. You're beyond blessed to have that. What's three? Actually, one more each. For yes? Each? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Come up with one. <laughs> Doesn't have to be a strong one. You just have to come up with a third. I feel like I'm a good, I'm a good human being, and I would be a good, a good parent. Mm -hmm. mm. That's uh, a good answer. I, I don't know. I mean, that's a good answer. I feel like, <laughs> but like, like essentially, hey, like you asked for this, you can't not answer. Well, as far as yeah, I, you started this. I, yes, would be. Yeah, I mean, motivation. Is, I, I guess I, I feel overconfident that I know I would. Like she said, I would be able to get the job done, but I don't think that's a reason for yes, because I feel overconfident that yes, I would be able to. But that would be a reason. That, that is that but that's your that reason. I wanted to see if I could come up with a different one to be But yes. it could be your same reason, too. Yeah. Well, because what I'm hearing is, hey, I would be a good parent, and you said, hey, you said the word motivation. There's a slight spark. Yeah. It could be your life. Don't turn your words against How me. How dare you? Your <laughs> words against you. No. Yeah. I guess that. Like, yeah. I mean, it could just be simple as I'm not unmotivated yeah yeah 
Well, I think it was very successful. Thank you so much. Thank you for your questions. I'm so glad that uh, we discussed this, something that isn't discussed very often, very openly. And I hope we didn't scare you. I also don't mean to push anybody anywhere. Um, so, mm -hmm. good. Yeah, thank, thank you, guys. Thank, thank you. you. Keep watching. Like, like and subscribe. subscribe. Yeah, bye. <laughs>